0: This episode is brought to you by Dr. Jen natural toothpaste, a toothpaste like no other. There is nothing more important than fresh breath and dental wellness. We've even done episodes on it, and we are so happy to have Dr. Jen natural toothpaste as a sponsor of the courageous wellness podcast. Dr. Jen natural toothpaste is a toothpaste created by a real dentist using nourishing and natural ingredients proven to remineralize tooth enamel to prevent decay. The founder,
1: Dr. Jen, isn't just someone who got an idea and made a toothpaste. She's a highly trained and experienced dental professional. As a mom of three kids and a dentist, she knows how important it is to provide safe, natural, and healthy products for our long-term health and development. This is what started her on the quest to find a natural toothpaste that actually works. After not seeing an adequate toothpaste available, she took on the challenge to satisfy this gap. Bringing in her prior experience as an engineer and working alongside chemists, she created the Ultimate Natural Toothpaste using clinically proven ingredients to strengthen teeth. We are huge fans of the yummy toothpaste with ingredients that are good for you and the environment. All products are also made from sustainable ingredients and
0: biodegradable materials. If you want to try Dr. Jen Natural Toothpaste, you can save 10% with code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout when you visit www.drjennatural.com that's www.drjennatural.com all information can also be found in our show notes welcome to courageous wellness my name is erica stein And I'm
1: Allie French, and this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and
0: focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these
1: journeys and by talking about them we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best.
0: And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We are so excited for this week's episode with LaToya. We love talking to her and I was so inspired by this episode. She really inspires me, but the way she talks about overthinking, mental health, all of this is so practical and good. And, um, yeah. There's so many tangible tips in this episode that we're so excited for everyone to hear ahead of the holiday season. Um, but that are just good year round tips, honestly. But yeah. before we get into that, we always share our weekly updates, what's going on with us. And Ali, what's going on with you this week?
1: Um, It's been a good week. It's been like a very quick week. I feel like it flew by. Um, So one of the things I was like sharing with Erica before recording I went to the dentist, um, just for a cleaning and I go to this dentist, the, the name of it's called Dr. Smile, which is really funny. Um, and it's like in this little strip mall. Um, and you wouldn't even like know from the outside that it's like a nice dentist office inside. Cause you just wouldn't, it's like, it's just totally inconspicuous. Uh, um, but anyway, I found it cause it's quite close to me and you know, I started trying it out and I was having such good experiences, but there've been a couple of times where I um, have gone the first, like I've gotten the first appointment of the day Um, over the time that I've been going there. And one thing that they do is they do like a group huddle, the whole office from the receptionist to the dentist, to the dental hygienist, to like everybody on the team. And they go around and they do this sort of like, clapping thing before they kind of break to start the day and they get like hypes up everybody's energy it's so positive they go around they like say everybody's name in it and um and they're just like it's so interesting like they take this time to do this group huddle and like set the intention to have a really good day in their office and I think it kind of works. Like it's, it goes out into everybody's experience, everybody's attitude. Like it sets the tone. Right. And I've just gotten to like peek in on it. Cause I've gotten there a few minutes before, you know, the first appointment of the day. And interestingly enough, you know, like I leave, I've been going for a while, whatever, but I've never done a review or anything. And I got an automated text, you know, like click here to leave a review. And I decided to do it. And I left them like a stellar review on Google because it's like they put so much attention into setting the environment so beautifully for their clients and their patients. And it sounds silly. Like, yeah, it's a dentist's office, but like, honestly, I was thinking about what if every work team out there did something like that? Or what if everybody had, you know, that kind of experience or that kind of dedication to creating a positive experience for their employees and for their patients or you know clients whatever, um, like how good would that be? And like then immediately I was inspired to like take the thirty seconds and leave them a nice ad you know leave, not an ad like leave them a nice review, and that's just like natural advertising. You know, and I know this is like a silly example, or it seems like a kind of just like a frivolous example. But what I said to Erica was like, that to me is like making a positive cause and seeing an immediate positive effect. And in this case, it's for their business. But honestly, it has a positive effect in my life too. Like yeah. I love having a dentist. I actually like really enjoy going to.
0: Yeah, you know? I love that. I remember when you told me I was like, this is so su- this is such a good reminder because you can apply yeah. it to anything, anything. in life. Yeah. And and I think it reminds you too, even if it's just like the businesses you frequent. I think like Dr. Will Cole just posted a quote and I think we reposted it. Maybe we'll post it on our feed as one of our quotes of the week. But it was really about like choosing. If you have the opportunity, it's like choosing the people, the things, the places you surround yourself with is so important for our mental health because energy is contagious. And if, right, if you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with, if you are the sum of all the things you do every day, well, don't you want their energy to be positive, happy, and uplifting? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's really I think it's really something. Yeah. Um. I'll share that quote this week. It'll be on our feed. That'll be our quote of the week. Um. I'll tag Dr. Will it. Cole, But it is been- a good
1: reminder, you know, it really it is. is. And I was really moved by them. And it's like, yeah, you don't expect to go to the dentist and like have your life be moved or, you know, just like affected in certainly a positive but way. I, I, think, I feel like so many people dread the
0: dentist. But I also think that shows like where your life condition and your life state is at, because I think we miss things all the time that mm. are in front of us if we're not open to it. Like even um, throwback to our episode with Asia last week about like the earth. Like I've had like, you know, bees, like little bumblebees, like right outside my kitchen window, just hanging out. And I'm like, hi, little bee or a hummingbird flies over my you know, walk and I'm like, okay, hummingbird, I'm gonna notice you and see what's going on. And I think we get so understandably in the world we live in today. I mean, I think this is such a good lead up into this episode. So we talk so much about the mind and mental health and mindset and overthinking. And, you know, it's it's hard. It's it can be hard to appreciate and see the good that's around us at all times. But if your life state is elevated enough and you see that it can make the world of a difference.
1: Yeah, and actually, something we do get into with Latoya too is this idea of gratitude and and yeah. what how gratitude plays a a, a part in um, combating like the overthinking. And I think it's not like overt, like the idea. was like, oh, I'm really grateful for this experience, but that's actually what I walked out of there feeling, you know, and um. Yeah. So, so it is a reflection, I guess, of where I was able to have that gratitude. But all those people who set the intention or the doctor who like leads his whole team every morning into creating a positive day for them and therefore for the people that come in and like doing that with intention actually, I think, really pays off. And ultimately brings them more business too so it's like a win 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 all around um (laughs) how about you how about you are any like updates
0: or little fun updates from the week all I'm really doing is I've been really into um comfort television so and I know that's Latoya and I bonded about that in 2020 as like all of our reality oh my gosh it's full circle I think the last time she was on the show we were talking about love is blind season one and love is blind season three is now out, um, which I have not watched yet, but I plan on, but I've been watching a lot of comfort TV, including, um, discovery plus, which I know you and I are both into. Um, I really like Zoe bakes. It's like a little baking show. And then there's this new show where, um, it's these two American couples have, um, they bought Julia child's like, home in provence or somewhere outside of provence and they host week long cooking classes that are experimental and don't follow recipes and it's just a lovely show of 45 minutes of cooking market shopping and france and it's just beautiful and i'm really enjoying watching these things before bed um yeah that's kind of that's kind of what i've been doing but it's lovely and um and yeah just good comfort Comfort TV. Oh, I went to see Harry Styles. It was lovely. Hey, that's, that's my that's my big update of the week. It was so fun. I went with my brother's um girlfriend. She's basically my sister. And we had we had the time, the time of our lives. We made a funny TikTok that's on our TikTok page. And we got dressed up and matched and it was really fun. And I love the forum. It's a great venue in LA if you're ever here. It's, yeah. It was just so fun. I'm wearing my Harry Styles tour sweatshirt. Oh, that's nice. It's great. It looks very nice on you. And speaking of friendship time, which is always like, it was just so fun to be with her and dance and just, we had the time of our lives, but you had some friendship time too at Milk and Honey.
1: Yes. So that brings me to, um, a really kind of fun promo that we are running with Milk and Honey spas in the LA locations through the end of the year. Um, and I brought one of my good friends of 20 years. Oh my gosh, we're so old. Um it's her birthday this week and she was in town in LA and um I brought her to the Culver City Milk and Honey Spa and the promo that we're doing is with code C W bestie you can go for two spa services um both 50% off so essentially depending on what you get it can be like two for the price of one um which is an epic deal right now. She got a facial and I got a 60 minute massage and it was so awesome. But again, um it's for two people. So CW Besties, you come with a friend or a partner um or just a random person you ask to go to the spa with you. Um yeah, through now through the end of the year and If you want to go solo, we also still offer um, the code CW podcast for 20% off any of the services um, at any of the... Milk and honey spa locations. So the CW Besties is just for the Brentwood and Culver City Los Angeles locations. But if you're in Texas or Chicago, um, actually coming soon is a Miami location. But for any of the milk and honey spas, you can also use code CW Podcast for 20% off. That also applies to their online store boutique as well. So um yeah, I reaped the benefits of it this week and it was a lot of fun, super relaxing. She and I went early, put on our robes, sat in they have like a nice little lounge area and can drink herbal tea and we
0: it's beautiful. chatted.
1: It's awesome.
0: Yeah. So, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I got a really good friend. deal right now. <laughs> and and you know, again, like we're getting towards the holiday season and um Gift certificates make a really great gift. They have amazing amazing services and you can you can give a gift certificate and let them know about our code and they can yeah. get even more they bang for still, their buck.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Still apply the code um you know even with yeah. the gift certificate. So
0: yeah. Ah, I'm so glad but, you had so much fun. Thank you. Um
1: yeah, but we have such a good episode today, so should we get to it?
0: Let's do it.
1: Okay, so this week we welcome back LaToya D. Newton, also known as the Analog Girl. This is LaToya's second time on the Courageous Wellness Podcast, and we are excited to have her back. In her first episode with us, she shared her personal journey and her struggles with mental health and specifically depersonalization, um, what that experience was like and how she created the skills and tools to bring herself out from it. You can find that episode link in our show
0: notes. Since then, she has become an author of the book called Lose the Thoughts, Keep the Mind, How to Stop Overthinking, Overthinking. In this episode, we break down parts of her book and talk about some key tools she relies on to combat anxious thinking. And as an author, Latoya has a wonderful sense of humor, which often makes the process of tackling heavy topics downright fun. We always love our conversations with Latoya and we'll link her book in the show notes because we also think it's a great read ahead of the holiday season and a great stocking stuffer to help your family and friends deal with the hard stuff through the holiday season. So enjoy the episode and let us know what you think.
1: This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. If you've been listening for a while, then you know we are huge fans of Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a female-founded and funded brand that began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas, Chicago, and Los Angeles, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare born from the spa. Milk & Honey sources and uses the safest possible ingredients in both their spa treatments and product lines, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. Their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Supergoop, and more. You can save 20% at the Milk & Honey online boutique with code CWPODCAST.
0: And from now through the end of the year, Milk and Honey has offered some exclusive specials for Courageous Wellness listeners to use at their spa locations. For any new or existing spa customers, you can save 20% on any spa service with code CW podcast. And as a special holiday treat from now through the end of the year at Milk and Honey Brentwood or Milk and Honey Culver City, you can bring a friend to the spa and you'll both take 50% 50% off your spa service at Milk and Honey with code CWBESTIE. You can find the link to book at the spa, shop online and all the codes in our show notes on our Instagram link tree or website. CWBESTIE saves 50% for you and a friend at the Los Angeles spa locations and CW podcast saves 20% online and at the spa for new and ex- and existing spa customers on any treatment through the end of the year.
1: Before we get to today's episode, we want to tell you a little bit about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Erica and I are both certified integrative health coaches and now offer health coaching through the Courageous Wellness Collective. We continued our education and received certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. IIN has taken the lead in the health coaching industry from its inception and provides a comprehensive curriculum
0: that combines nutrition, coaching, and business. We loved the program and have so many listeners ask us about continuing education for nutrition, health coaching programs, or even just enrolling in higher education to learn more about food and nutrition for themselves. So, we are very excited to be able to offer a discount to courageous wellness listeners to study at IIN. The program is completely accessible virtually with lectures led by health, wellness, and medical industry experts. To receive up to $2,000 off your tuition, you can use our names, Allie French or Erica Stein at the time of enrollment to receive the tuition discount. We have also included a link in the show notes that will take you directly to IIN to learn more about their wonderful programs. Enjoy today's episode.
1: Welcome back, LaToya. We are happy to have you back and to catch up and all of the things all of the things all of the things we had such a fun time recording with you back in early pandemic day. oh my gosh
2: that's you know how long ago that was so a couple that? years two years two yeah years. at least We two talked years. in like early 2020
1: we did I think it was like mm-hmm. spring of 2020 so right
2: after the lockdown
0: we yes. were all watching um love is blind
2: yes, yes. <laughs> early yes. pandemic TV. yes you know I got some tv some tv I know yeah
0: the bad. That's, that's how early in the pandemic it was though it was literally mm. like uh everyone was baking bread and watching love is blind yeah had no idea what was coming for us yeah <laughs> it's
1: been crazy but yeah. um but we're we're really happy to have you back and you know Something that Erica and I have, we've actually learned from another podcasting friend whose show we've been on a couple of times now, but um, this friend of ours, Kelsey Abbott, who we've just known through shows. She's a human design expert. She suggested to us, you know, revisit people that you really enjoyed speaking with. And Mm -hmm. sometimes people reach out to us to come back on the show, but we decided to give ourselves permission to like have follow-up conversations with people Mm -hmm. that we really enjoyed the episodes of she's like it's your show you can do whatever you want and we're like we're gonna listen to that because it's a great Mm -hmm. idea Mm -hmm. so um we're really happy to have you back on so
2: thank you for being here today thank you for having me i'm very excited i'm always i always i still follow you girls and i'm always laughing or watching your stuff (laughs) on social so um I, I just really love your content. And i will be like, they're so organized. They always have their color scheme. It's all nice. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> well, uh, the least of which
1: you've done since we've last uh, talked to you is you've written a book. <laughs> so, um, so I that's, yeah. that's, a thing. that's a big yeah, thing. That and, is a thing.
2: That is a thing. That
1: and a thing. Um, so we definitely, we want to, we want to kind of catch up with you, but also hear about, your book and it's called I love the name. It's called Lose the Thoughts, Keep the Mind. Yes. And so if anyone's listened to your first episode, we'll link it in the show notes for sure. Please go start with that one. But um mm-hmm. we talk a lot about anxiety and dealing with that. And um and you break a lot down with overthinking in this book. Mm-hmm. And it what Erica mm-hmm. and I really loved is that it's um you offer a lot of practical tips
2: too. Yes. And I, and that was my goal. Um, I wanted to make the book quick and concise. Um, and to leave the reader with tangible, um, takeaways that they can work with and they can work on with themselves or with other people. So I just wanted to make sure that it was a guide versus like me just spewing all of my issues and everything I've gone through. And <laughs> and I, I just wanted to be able to help people. And so, um. My first book, I wanted to be like a guide um, of sorts and something that people can always come back to. So mm-hmm. you'll never forget about that book. You can ear, ear tab, what do they call it? Ear market, ear tab, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell they call that. Yeah. Um, But, you know, put that little full, that little dog ear. That's what it is. Your dog dog ear. Um, And just be able to come back to the book. So it'll always be, um, you know, uh, something that you can revisit all the time. So that yeah. was the goal.
0: Well, it it definitely is. And that's something, right? Like, I think a lot of people who struggle with anxiety and overthinking can really gain so much from it. But I think that's a good entry point. Can you maybe share with us and our listeners, especially if, you know, this is their first time listening to you, if you haven't listened to the first episode, can you maybe talk about your journey with anxiety, with overthinking and, and how you were able to develop tools to support yourself?
2: Yeah. Um. So... I think I I struggle with anxiety like all my life. Um, I've had some traumatic issues and instances in my life growing up. Um, Some big T's, some little T's. Um, So they were all combined into one. And um, in my adult life, I think a lot of stuff hit the fan um, with dating the wrong people, doing a lot of drinking and um, just realizing I had been living a lot of my life on autopilot Um, and not really addressing a lot of the traumas that I have experienced in my life. So in 2018, I like to call it the urban matrix. I started to struggle with something called depersonalization, And that is a symptom of anxiety that makes you feel like things are not real. So I would look at my hands and it would feel like I was disconnected from my body or I'd walk into a room and it did or walk into my living room and it didn't feel familiar. So you essentially disassociate and it's because of high anxiety and your body is just going into this fight or flight um, mode. So I uh, woke up on March 1st and I felt like I was in a dream world. I didn't feel like anything was real. My mother didn't even seem familiar to me um like I knew it was her and we were talking but there was like no connection um and I just started to panic really really bad I thought I was dying <laughs> and I was like yo I gotta go to the emergency room I went to the emergency room maybe three four five six times they were like girl you are not dying um I had to have psyche vows and I found a guy named Sean O'Connor who um experienced the same thing in his in his manual he talked about um his experience but also gave these practical tools on how to get out of it so, um, I use that. I read that book really quickly. I read, I think I read that book on the train ride home and it was like an hour. I read it so quick. And I was like, cause I, I was very adamant about not feeling the way I felt because it is a very bizarre thing and it, it is not harmful to you, but it is the most uncomfortable feeling to, to be in a body and just feel like you don't belong. Like you just feel like you're not at home in your body and like your mind, it's just nothing is connecting. So, um after reading that book, I followed every single thing he told me to do. <laughs> and um that is how Analog Girl was born and I started to do the podcasting uh and the and the and the speaking gigs and all that kind of stuff to talk about my experience and I think people gravitated towards it because um I I'm a hood chick. I'm from the Bronx, born and raised. I'm a little ratchet, so a lot of my storytelling and talking about anxiety was very like Bronx girl, like relatable conversations. Because a lot of us in the hood don't really talk about mental health, like bugging out or whatever on, um, anxiety or panic attacks and things like that. So that's how it all came about, and that's been my journey thus far. And, um. The book is where I also wanted to make it relatable. Well, you can see in the relation in the in the language and how I'm talking to that book, it's kind con- it's very conversational. Um, and it's very much like how I talk. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: well, thank you, first of all, for sharing that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about this a lot on courageous wellness, because it's kinda in the title, but like as people share their stories, it takes a lot of vulnerability to do that, especially as you were saying, like, not necessarily coming from maybe a place where it's uh common to talk about this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think a lo- through a lot of your work you have really helped destigmatize conversation around that which is a value a valuable thing. Mm-hmm. And I think um something I'd love to get into today is and and something you certainly touch on in the book is this idea of um Doing tangible things, but that take us out outside of the overthinking process, Mm -hmm. and take us outside of ourselves. But in in and what I mean that is in a good way because, like, sometimes we talk about not seeking, especially as Buddhists, we talk a lot about not seeking outside of ourselves in the sense Mm -hmm. of like you know, answers um, that we have all the potential we actually need and capability inside of ourselves and not to leave lose sight of that. And I think in the way that you talk about it, as far as like doing things for other people, maybe turning a thought into a good deed or doing, um, being active in a way that takes us outside of our overthinking or our negative thoughts that um, I think are really common, whether people have struggled with uh, the severity of something like depersonalization or Mm. struggled, maybe if we look at it on a spectrum um, of just like the process of, gosh, living in 2022 and what Mm. the the stressors of that can be and and the um, anxiety that can go along with that of like just everyday life. So can you touch on that concept a little bit and how you work with it?
2: Sure. So, um, as you were talking and the thoughts occurred to me, like, um, the way I manage my thoughts and how I've learned to manage my thoughts in therapy and in conversations and just reading a thousand books and just being like, I'm tired of my fucking brain. And oh wait a minute, Can I concur? Can I curse on here? Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm just tired of my brain. My brain gets on my nerves. Like it's always trying to betray me. Um, and, um, the concept of I had to grasp the concept that our thoughts are recyclable so it doesn't like it doesn't matter what thoughts you had that thought is recyclable so what are you going to do with that thought you can either throw it away or you can believe in it or you can change it you know what I mean so that is what um that was the goal of that book and the goal of giving those tangible things like, so we're going to do what if, so what if I, what if my car drives off the bridge? Mm -mm. So what if I just drive across the bridge and go to the party that I want to go to and have a good time, you know? And it's just simple conversation like that, that I have to have with myself. I still do this to this day because I struggle a lot with fear of death um, or fear of people hitting my car and all this kind of stuff. So I always have to recycle my thoughts like that. Um, And so that's where, my idea was with those chapters to give those ideas to give those those exercises to change your thoughts, rather, so, um, and then there was a few others, like I listened to meditations on YouTube. um I journal um, I've also had to I'm struggling now, which I realized much I had to talk to myself, and I you know, talking out loud is another tactic to to do to process your thoughts um and i had to realize that i struggle with a little bit of jealousy i struggle with a little bit of, and it gives me anxiety i struggle with a little bit of jealousy and i'm slurring i can't cuz i have these um these invisible lines <laughs> every time i'm talking i'm like la la no you so, sound great <laughs> <laughs> so i struggle with a little bit of anxiety because uh, or, or jealousy rather, of watching other people succeed. And it doesn't mean that I don't want my friends to succeed and I want to see the worst in them. What it is, is that I'm so disappointed that it hasn't happened for me. So I've had to sit here and process that and talk about that and try to get to the bottom of that because I don't want to be jealous of my friends. I don't want to be jealous of my peers in my community because they're moving so far ahead of me. So Writing those things out in journaling has helped me to write it, to 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 really see it for what it is, um, and then write out what it is that I would like to be able to do with my life. What it what are the next steps that I want to take, and what can I do to change the way I feel right now? Um, and sometimes it's just getting my ice cream sandwich and eating it, and enjoying watching Big Brother. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yes, no. you know to take my mind off of 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 of. of you know, the, the rat race or trying to keep up with people in the competition. So those are, those were just the simple things that I wanted to, to, to share with people because you, you sometimes think, and I'm gonna stop talking after this Mm because I feel like I'm rambling, but you sometimes think that, um, it's this, so this intricate thing that you have to do to heal or to shift your thoughts, to change your mind. And it's something, it's so simple. We pay a lot of money to sit and talk with therapists and we should, Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, things like changing our thoughts and and, and our mind and our mindsets it's not going to happen with therapy. Like it's literally going to happen with these, these simple little things that we can start doing to exercise um our mind and exercise our thoughts and recycle the thoughts, like keeping that recycling thought mindset.
0: Yeah, no. And mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that. Because I think jealousy is something that a lot of people really struggle with, but don't have the don't courage to share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it's supposed to be like, ooh, like I don't want to admit that about myself. Yes. Or yeah. I don't want to, sh- I don't want my friends to think like you said, it, it can be both, right? Like I mm-hmm. can be very happy for someone mm-hmm. and be like, oh, I want that. Or right. Yes. Like I don't think right, both can exist. And yep. Ali and I talk about that a lot, right? Like how um there's a lot of duality in life. Like both, like contradicting things can exist at once. And, um, I think we try to keep everyone in like little boxes. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm either a jealous person or I'm not a jealous person. It can't be, um, a little bit of both. So thank you for, for sharing that. And, and these tools that you use to work through it, because, you know, I read somewhere that, um, I think jealousy, right. Like reframing to like, what is that? Right. Like Mm -hmm. what is jealousy? Mm -hmm. Actually, it Mm -hmm. can be like, um, right. Like, a a gift almost to be like, Ooh, why do I feel like, right? Like you said, I'm so happy for my friend. I want my friend to have everything. And why do I feel jealous? Okay. What is this showing me about what I want? And like you just said, how can I get there? Right. Like, how can I get there? there? Cause, um, there's enough room for all of us to get Mm -hmm. everything we desire. But Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think like the more courageous and vulnerable we can be, even if we don't want to admit it out loud yet, like you said, a journal or these tools that are in your book to really Mm -hmm. help us get honest with ourselves. And you know, you mentioned too, right? Like depersonalization, which I know we went through a lot more in our last conversation, but Mm -hmm. you know, I think I think with like how popular TikTok has gotten to, um, with, uh, with all the kids, um, and older kids Z, like myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I feel like disassociation has become such like a buzzy word and I know depersonalization really. I haven't in, even seen that. Well, maybe it's in my for you page. Cause that's my little tea trauma. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, uh, I'm really, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, highlighting, spotlighting myself. My for you page is mostly, um, dogs and animals but then there's always like the 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 childhood trauma part well that i'm will, like, gonna tell up. you
2: i don't even know what the <laughs> fuck a for you page is okay so girl yes. back let's take it on back Wait. there first uh, yeah no
1: it's totally fine because let me just tell you we after a year of saying we gotta get on tiktok we gotta get on tiktok and not getting on TikTok, we finally hired a Gen, we Z-, hired a Gen intern, Z intern.
2: Of yes. course.
1: <laughs> to intern for this summer so that someone else who knows how to use it
0: could do it for us yeah yes. and she's
2: malia <laughs> I we love you, you guys on tiktok i don't even i'm not uh, even oh my malia gosh on there like that
0: well well malia we love you she's staying Thank with you, us through if the it fall was, yes. if it wasn't for malia it wouldn't exist so we oh, all wow. appreciate her but, love her. but your for you page is actually a very vulnerable i i think it's like because it it the targets you the algorithm targets you. really targets you and so it's wow. like um so it's funny on my for you page and i do i think um and and disassociation can be really broad, right? It can be like fantasy or delusion or daydreaming, right? Like all of that can be a part of disassociation. Mm-hmm. And then depersonalization is is like you are sharing. It's like you're so aware of it. I think a lot of times people who disassociate too don't have the awareness necessarily mm-hmm. that they're mm-hmm. not in their body. Yeah. But that concept of not being in your body, mm-hmm. um, how what are some of the tools that have helped you get back in your body and reclaim your body in that way?
2: Um, so what I did then, what did I do? I started working out every day because I was, I was studying, I was studying how to, um, I was studying cortisol, what it is, why we have it and all that. So I figured I, I got to the bottom of, of, how people say that, you know, you boost your serotonin when you work out. Um, so I was just finding every, any and everything to boost serotonin. That's what I was trying to do. So <clears throat> I began a juice fast, which I, I use this company called Roar Generation and I love them very, very much. Um, they really should pay me. Okay. Um, <laughs> cause I buy juices from them all the time, but whatever. Um, I so I did a juice cleanse. I did a juice cleanse a couple of times. I worked out. I started to work out uh, maybe three to four times a week. And then there was this um, there was this sleep meditation that I got from the guy Sean O'Connor. And I seriously, seriously, seriously believe in reprogram the mind in during your sleep. And so I was listening to his pep talks. I would fall asleep to them. And there were a lot of affirmations on I feel safe, I feel at home in my body. Um, I love my mind because a lot of the times when you're in going through just disassociation, it was like you just hate yourself, you hate your mind, you hate your thoughts and all that stuff. So just building this love relationship with your body, your mind and your soul is a lot of those affirmations. Um, so I would fall asleep to that listening to that every night. I did that for maybe like two to three weeks. I don't remember when I stopped because the thing about it is in what she talks about a lot too, in his book is that the moment that you start working, listening to the, to, to the, um, sleep meditations and just getting into this routine, you actually forget that, you are even going, you know, going through something like, and then you'll, you'll, you'll realize like, Oh shit, I'm feeling better. You know what I mean? Like, Oh wow. So, and that's how the brain works. Like it starts to get into this routine and then it, it leaves the depersonalization that it was so busy. It was so focused on. And now, cause it's focused on this routine over here, it's so focused on here. It doesn't even remember not feeling yourself it doesn't even remember the whole disassociation and stuff like that so that's what would help me and it's like I really can't pinpoint when and how it happened I just know it did you know I just know it did um nowadays I can feel myself getting a little disassociated if I'm if I'm super anxious like right now I'm in the place of being 43 and feeling like it's too late and I've just can't, can't do nothing. I don't know what I'm doing in my life. Like, this is crazy. You know, like just feeling anxious about that. So every, t- every now and again, um, I can s- feel myself getting a little disassociated and I realize what it is and that it's anxiety. And I have to like shift my thoughts, the whole recycle your thoughts and stop operating from a place of lack and doing all those type of things too, as well. So in this time now it's more, mindset shifting my thoughts, but then it was listening to those meditations every night, working out, exercising and creating a routine to Mm -hmm. stay focused on, to be distracted from those bizarre thoughts that I was having and those bizarre feelings. Um, and ultimately that distraction led me right into the healing.
0: We want to take a quick break from this episode to talk about today's sponsor, Ned. If you have listened to this podcast, then you know, I struggle with anxiety. When I first learned about CBD being a natural and powerful solution to anxiety, sleep disorders, muscle pain, headaches, and so much more, I became very passionate about finding the best source to put in my body. Enter Ned. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is USDA certified organic extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado. And I use the products daily to support my anxiety and it has been so helpful in everyday life. These products
1: are science-backed nature-based solutions that offer an alternative to prescription and over-the-counter drugs. Right now we are both really enjoying Ned's brand new product, which has been in development for over a year. The de-stress blend this one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the re-uptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. And ashwagandha is an amazing amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health, a key player in your mental health. And cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Ned's quality also really speaks for itself. Ned's products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Caroline Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez,
0: and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on Courageous Wellness. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with code CW Podcast. Visit helloned.com slash CW Podcast to get access. That's H E L L O N E D.com slash CW Podcast to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. A direct link can also be found in our show notes. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Allie and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking seed every single morning before food, and am really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic, is vegan and gluten free, and includes 24 clinically studied, naturally occurring strains not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes, and in addition to being a really reliable
1: probiotic and prebiotic supplement, SEED is committed to creating science based education for all those that partner with them through Accountable Advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order seed daily symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code courageous 15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. You know, one of the things too that I think is important to talk about as humans, especially as podcasting humans, is that we and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but you know, for our listeners, oftentimes we always whether it's like in society, even if it's in, you know, we're talking about like friends and career stuff and da-da-da, we see either highlight reels on social media, we see um the end result of maybe years of no recognition for certain work or whatever it might be but we see just kind of like the presented um like the after mm-hmm. not the everything that comes up to the after and and the after is mm-hmm. not even a thing because then there's like more after that right so it's always a journey it's always a journey and there are going to be different parts of the journey and i i think i guess just first, thank you for sharing that even right now might be certain struggles that were Mm -hmm. similar, but also look different than they were a couple years ago and that you've been able to evolve and maybe your toolkit has evolved a little bit and that we can, we can evolve and grow Mm -hmm. and develop our toolkits. And it doesn't mean that we might not still struggle with certain things. Mm-hmm. But it means that we know there are certain things we can rely on and that it's also okay to not always be in the after and to oh, share oh, the amazing. journey. You know what I mean? <laughs> to share the yeah, absolutely. all the stuff in between. Cause that's what life is. It's not yeah. it's not the highlight reel. It's it's all of it.
2: And, oh, and as yeah. you evolve, so do the issues. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's like, you know what I mean? So yeah. do the issues, the issues evolve into something else. Yeah. So before it was, I was disassociated. I couldn't find a job. I, um, you know, was, I was feeling, you know, lack of self-confidence and just uh, rid- riddled with anxiety. And now it's, I I I I have two jobs. I um yeah. <laughs> I have I have no issues keeping a roof over my head. Yeah. Um but now it's um I'm I feel like I'm lacking in career. I feel like I'm lacking in relationship and love life. I feel like I'm lacking in what is my end goal as an older woman? You know what I mean? Like what's my retirement plan? Like you know what I mean? So now now that I've I've surpassed those issues now here comes some more issues and now I have to you know shift and figure out how I'm going to manage this type of anxiety now yeah so this is a new space that I'm in
1: it reminds which means me growth too yeah. which, means growth. Which, means sure. growth. Yeah. which means yeah. growth yeah yeah
0: yeah Sure. It reminds me too. I think when we did our episode, Ali with Robin Euclid, she, she said something about like how there is no there, right? Like there is no there because mm-hmm. exactly what we're talking about. There's always going to be something like a new yeah. level of life, a new level of struggle, mm-hmm. um, or even just, you know, new things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's so funny because even listening to you say that and speak that about your career and everything I'm like oh but like I look at you and I'm like oh my gosh she wrote a book she does this (laughs) she does that right so it's just again like you know it's so interesting the way we feel right that it's like from the outside it's just like you everybody's everybody's dealing with it right like even even the people, right, like even back to jealousy, I'm sure people look at you and they're like, oh, so jealous. you know. So it's <laughs> like, there's always there's always yeah. something underneath the surface, yeah. which is just,
2: I think, important to remember. And I think social
0: media makes it hard to remember that. No, sometimes.
2: absolutely. Absolutely. And I and and I've just come to terms with the fact that the whole jealousy thing is the operating in a place of lack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like that we all in some form shape or fashion operate in a place of lack where we feel like if if we this is not enough I don't have enough I need that why don't I have that instead of staying in this place of gratitude for the things that we do have which is cliche but it's so true like the more that we are gracious and grateful for the stuff that we have right now and where we are in life like the more we'll be able to bring in those other things that we want so and that's, that's true happiness and, yeah ha- yeah it's just the soul it's just so hard it is hard <laughs> it's so it's, hard which you- is so <laughs> honest yeah mm-hmm. but I think like it's I'm so hard. glad
0: we're having this conversation because it is so honest and it's like mm-hmm. I listen to to like manifestation podcasts and all of this mm-hmm. and it's like I I don't think enough people t- I don't think enough I don't think it's in I'm like oh now I can't speak <laughs> and I don't have any excuse like I'm not wearing anything um I don't think enough of us talk about that difficulty of like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it. Like life is hard period. And even when it's joyful, even when it's right, like gratitude makes it better. But I don't think enough of us are talking about that. Like it does take a lot of work to stay in gratitude, to stay in appreciation, right? Like you wrote this book. But it's constantly there like again, there's no there, like even in our Buddhist practice, right? Like enlightenment isn't a destination, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, you you hit enlightenment and then you come back down to mm-hmm. to earth, right? Like we live on earth. And so I think this is a really important conversation that even the people who are podcast hosts or published authors or you know, famous movie stars, they all have to work
2: hard at the mindset part, right? And oh, like absolutely. working through this absolutely. And it's you know, the whole, it's the fear of the letting go. Like, so if I let go now and I'm comfortable here, will I, the fear for me is, will I stay here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I have to be trusting and trusting God that, you know, I'm going to let go and I'm going to trust God in this space right here, because right now I have everything I need. There is nothing that I that i need right now there's nothing that i want for right now like everything i need to survive in this life i have right now right mm-hmm. so being in that space is just gotta it's just like girls just sit down and shut up <laughs> like, shut up like you, like girl get yourself together like i have to tell myself that like you sit down shut up and be grateful for the things that you have in this life um yeah. and it's just like you just have to keep telling yourself that until your brain finally clicks and understands that i don't think we focus on the gratitude enough for our brain to literally latch on and stay in that space because we you know because we're on social media because yeah. you know what i mean because we have all of these all of these distractions that happen that will take us off course you could wake up tomorrow and be like oh my god i'm so grateful i don't give a fuck nothing's going on i don't care if this person come i don't care if i got one shoe in my foot i feel so good and then you get to stro- strolling on um on on tiktok or something and you see kim kardashian and i'm just throwing money away or whatever you know what i mean and it's just like yeah how did they how did, how, how did they get like how did i, I don't understand you know yeah. so it's true it's just and we an see cycle.
1: we see like I mean, we see plenty of people where we over and over know that they might seem to have it all. Mm-hmm. And there's deep suffering mm, We see those absolutely. examples over and over. And it's, it's still sometimes like not enough of a reminder in those moments no. for, you know, the rest of us to be like, oh, yeah, that doesn't equal No, because I'll,
2: I'll immediately be like, I don't really care. These people are paying their bills on time. So whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> I have no... Sympathy for the Beyoncé's in the middle of the world when they be talking about they struggling. So what, girl? And you're going to struggle on that private jet. Like, you know, <laughs> You're gonna struggle with that that private chef who can feed you all of the food so you can meal prep and lose your weight. Like, get out of here! No, yeah. you know totally. What I mean? so. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, no I it's know. It's really true. Hard. It's It'd true. be really hard for me to give them any kind of grace. So, I'm, but that's well, it's that's, me. It's, that's my issue. So.
0: Well, it's you know, it's interesting because it's like I think during the pandemic there was this um. This phrase or saying that would go around, especially in the middle of it, where it was like, we're all in the same storm, but we're in different boats. right? And I think that kind of describes, right. Like, yes. Um, and it's not disclaiming like, right. Like we, like, obviously there are the Robin Williams and the Anthony Bourdains and people who lose their lives to massive suffering. So I'm sure, um, and, well, I'm right, just talking like, about
2: light work stuff, you know, like them, them, yeah. get, them getting yeah. upset about shade room stuff. I'm they, not talking yeah.
0: about. <laughs> Of course, right? Like that's the thing. Like everyone has the big T's and the, right? Like mental health like doesn't, it. right? Like mental health yes. doesn't discriminate. And, and we are also in different boats, right? Yes. Like same storm, yes. different boats. And so I've thought yes. about that. I was like, when I heard that expression, I was just like, ooh that like really spoke mm-hmm, to me, right. but something mm-hmm. that's in your book that I think is really important. And again, like is missing from a lot of this, these conversations is right. The turning negative thoughts into good deeds and mm-hmm. how that can really help us in this process of healing our overthinking tendencies, working through our anxiety. Can you mm-hmm. talk about negative thoughts into good deeds?
2: Um. So essentially that means... It's the giving um, and it's whatever you have to give. If it's your time, if it's your money, if it's items, if it's whatever, whatever it is that you can give to somebody, um, I do truly believe that that can also help you to come out of dark spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was creating Analog Girl and giving back to the community um, and telling my story and hoping to help people. It was writing the book. Um, It's that I faithfully um, give 10 percent of my income to people who I believe really need the help, like women who have been homeless like myself in their adult life, you know, um, in their 30s, (laughs) you know, because I struggle with finding work and trying to, you know, I didn't have a home. I didn't have a car. So I find ways to give to those people. Um, What I do find is like when I give it does. I feel great. I don't even feel good. Like, I feel great. um, And I find that the more I've been giving and the more that I've been given the 10%, the more I want to give. Mm-hmm. And the more I feel like I just want to be a blessing to this person. So now my prayers are, Lord, just continue to help me to be a blessing to other people. That in turn has helped me to take my, take my thoughts off of the anxiety And I I just pause just now to think because sometimes I think that while we do struggle in anxiety and we struggle with overthinking, it becomes a selfish place Mm -hmm. because it becomes a me, 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 my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, I, 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 I. I. And we just become so self-absorbed. With everything that we're thinking about us (laughs) and the fears and all this stuff, when if we just release that and now we just we distract ourselves again, distracting ourselves from the thoughts of I, I, I and then to give to someone else and to whatever that whatever, whatever that person is in need. That also helps to shift and recycle the thoughts because now you're not even thinking you're taking yourself away from the out of the equation. Yeah. So um, that's what I was meaning by, you know, turning your things into to good deeds, whatever that is. The volunteering, it helps to distract you. You're not even thinking about yourself at that point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you and know, you're not. And as you said, the benefit becomes yours. It's, yes. you know, I think the way you talk about your faith is really beautiful. And um, it also seems like you've been able to put it into practice in a way that I think, you um, regardless of how people define their faith, whether they, you know, align with a certain sort of, uh, religious ideology or philosophy, mm-hmm. um, as you know, Erica and I are Buddhists and there's yes. this concept that's sort of the exact same thing that you're talking about in our, in our, um, spiritual practice. And it's this idea of, Cause and effect, and this idea of making causes, we talk a lot about in our practice like, make a cause for your life, make a cause for someone else's life, because the idea is always to see where we can create value, where there's an opportunity to create value. And oftentimes, the opportunities to create value come out of the deepest suffering. And in Buddhism, there's this concept where, like, there are these different worlds that we can live in There's, It's called the 10 worlds and like the lowest world is hell, but it's like a, it's a life state it's inside of us. And, um, the highest kind of place we can visit is Buddhahood, which is also a life state, which is inside of us. Mm-hmm. And, but that all of the worlds exist within all 10 so that at any moment, even in the depths of someone's deepest suffering or struggles, they can pull out their own Buddhahood from inside of that. And to me, that kind of aligns with what you're talking about was like if taking a negative thought and using it as an opportunity to make a cause for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in your case, tithing is a part of that, and and whether you're giving, you know, 10% of your earnings or you're giving 10 minutes of your time what it does you know it does it can look different for anybody um and Mm -hmm. everybody but the idea of you do that and you use that negative thought as an opportunity to create something of value in this world and to create something of value for someone else and the coolest part about all of that is that ultimately the benefit is yours yes absolutely absolutely and Absolutely. i just think that's such a beautiful concept and i know i was using my own sort of like philosophy to be able to explain it but that but that's, but that's the way i really like when you were explaining it i was like oh yeah. i totally understand this and yeah. um and yeah and it it, it gives me hope because there's like this whole section which i was really resonating with where you're like I think it's like, what do you do? Oh, staying sane when the world is on fire, which yes. is like a daily thing, right? For, yes. for us. And it's like, how, how sometimes yeah. it's just like, how do I just stay above water even yes. mentally when we're dealing yeah. with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know, just thank you for sharing that, that concept and how it's like, how we can put it into practice because no, I- absolutely. I think that's absolutely. sometimes how one of the only
2: ways we can stay seen. No, absolutely. And I just, and it's, you know, I think that's one of the most overlooked tools mm. because yeah. we're always like, I'm get you know, someone's going to go to therapy. Some people like therapy, 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 or, you know, I need to talk to someone or um, I need to, you know, get motivated and figure out how I'm going to get myself out of this hole. When sometimes it's like, detach from that and then and and give to someone else help somebody else get out of their hole. I'm not saying this helps for everybody or this works for everybody but sometimes it does and if I you think it does det- <laughs> yeah detach yeah if you can detach from your situation and help somebody else get out of theirs you might you might find yourself getting out of your situation while you're helping that person and you don't even realize it's happening yeah you know and I think I it's I mean? directly no tied
0: it's yeah. And I think it's directly tied, like we're talking about to like, right? I think the antidote to right, like like a lot of comparison or gel too is like gratitude, right? Like we're talking about like mm-hmm. appreciation and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And when you are able to like help somebody else, I, I don't know how you can't feel appreciative or or have yeah. meaning to like, oh, well, like w- there's so much mission in that. Like, okay, like things could be terrible but my life has so much purpose because right. i'm able like look at how i'm able to contribute to society or to another right. um even that can just instantly put us in a space of appreciation exactly and um exactly. i agree i think it's missing from a lot of conversations and Yeah, like a lot of wellness, like we keep talking about, can be me, 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 me. Oh,
2: it is. Yeah, you. (laughs) Ninety percent of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Ninety percent of it is very self-absorbed. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. but
0: I, we, we truly at courageous wellness, we don't, we certainly don't believe you can be well if your communities are on fire. We, it's just how, how is that true wellness? And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is such an important part of the conversation. I'm so glad we're talking about it, and it's connected to to everything so it gosh. is it really
2: is and the one thing I will say I I, I I remember I didn't I don't add into it so anybody who's thinking oh I want to give and uh, this is going to be the way that's going to help me feel better for me the key is and there's a scripture in the bible that says to be a cheerful giver and for me it is you not only have to give or or do the these deeds but you have to get in a place of of wanting to do it, that desire to do it, that it actually makes you happy to do it. um, And that is, that might be the hard part because we do have to, you know, we struggle with our emotions. Yeah. um, So that is something that uh, I think people should be cognizant of when they're doing it is to constantly be aware of your feelings and your thoughts behind it and why you're doing it.
0: Do you, it's so funny when you were talking, I just had this like thought, right? Like when and I wonder, it's like a question, maybe it's like a mm-hmm. philosophical question where it's like mm-hmm. the the chicken or the egg almost, mm-hmm. but it's like, do you think the act, right? Like we're talking about like anxiety and even depersonalization, right? It's like, you might not want to do things that help you get in your body, right? Or like these tools that you also outline in, in your book. It's like, maybe you don't want to journal. Maybe you don't want to move your body. Maybe you don't want to find a therapist, but mm-hmm. the act of doing it. Even if you don't want to, will eventually help you. Yes. And so, in the same way, it's like even with giving. So it's like maybe if you start by being like, "I don't want to give, but I'm gonna but do I'm gonna it." i to do
2: it. Yeah. Th- then gonna it's gonna like do
0: it. ma- eventually you could get to the cheerfulness, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm like, you know, I think sometimes. I, you, do you guys know what I mean? Like, is the act yeah. of doing equal to eventually you'll get there? But sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's like anything. It's like the first day you journal might feel so foreign or the first day Mm -hmm. you go on a walk around your neighborhood, you might be like, I don't want to do this. But at the end, you feel better. Even Mm -hmm. if you didn't want to do it.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I I, I mean, it could be is that I guess I see it as a just being aware when you are giving. You know what I mean? Like being aware yeah. wherever you are, because you might be in a bad state and don't even realize like you're doing this because you're, you know, you're in the place of giving. But then, just being aware, where am I at right now in this place of giving? Right now, do I need to shift something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. do I need to change my energy right now as I'm giving? And and that's what that's how it is for me. Like, I'll, do I need to go into prayer right now before I give? Like, let me make sure that I'm, you know, uh, I'm in a and I'm I'm in a good space as I'm giving because mm-hmm. I don't want this to be put not so um I think that's where that's how I I view yeah. it you don't necessarily have to go in there wanting to do cartwheels every time you know what I mean or like you know I you know giving 10% sometimes yeah. I still have to I have to talk to myself like girl it's all right just give the 10% it's, it's okay. incredible because yeah. you haven't worried about a thing since you started doing it so yeah. stay consistent with it stay consistent with it and, and just trust and have faith in that in the giving. So I have to always talk to myself and coach myself and be like, no, change your posture as you're giving, <laughs> change your posture. Cause your attitude is giving, you don't want to do it. And you're operating from a place of black. So change your posture, become aware. So, um, that's what I mean when I say you have to be aware of that being a cheerful giver, yeah. um, and, and, and being in that place of, um, selfless selflessness yeah
1: yeah and I think Erica you you pose a good question it's like it is sort of a chicken and egg question too I think sometimes because you're right it's like and you've developed the skills already to be able to reflect and have awareness and maybe some
2: people haven't and it doesn't they're gonna be (laughs) like because my son is there he's like (laughs) what mom please I'd be like listen I'm trying to tell you but then I'm thinking at 27 what the hell was I? I was thinking the same thing like what 10% 10% y'all gonna get yeah. this dollar yeah y'all gonna get this 50 cent <laughs> but I do think you're right like the
1: intention so, behind it is important whether no, it's whether it's a dollar started. intention is
2: important and but it's just like it's just like the law of attraction and the manifestation yeah. and the neville Goddard's of it all it's all about the feeling So it really doesn't matter. We can sit and talk about what we want to manifest and we can sit and think about what we want. to. we can do all those tools that Neville Goddard has told us to do. And I don't know if people know about him or not, but he's a phenomenal new thought teacher from back in the day. It's all over YouTube. So we can sit and think about all that stuff and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to sit and imagine this ring on my finger. But if you don't have the feeling, if you're not getting your space in that vibration level or what have you, whatever they want to call it, I just call it feeling you're it's it's going to be a little harder for you to manifest mm-hmm. or a little harder for you to attract what God has planned for you, whether it's that or something better. Yeah. So um, I fully, yeah. yeah,
0: you have to like tune into that radio station, right? Like you have to like <laughs> yeah. tune in. You got to like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and from there be able to take, you know, action based in wisdom or, yeah. you know, whatever comes through it's, yeah, mm-hmm. no, this is so, yeah I mean I'm just so happy to be having this conversation so I yeah. hope our like listeners are as happy listening because I'm like wow I already can't wait to re-listen to it when it comes out I'm like this is we're like talk about vibrating higher like I'm mm. like oof, like I feel like I'm tuning in right now to that radio station
2: I love a good chit chat yeah. I love yes. a good chit chat
0: yes yes <laughs> Um, so I, I'm like, I'm sad that it's
1: time to wrap up already, but, um, I know, but I really am grateful to you for coming back on. And I think it was a really awesome conversation and it was, it's always fun to have you too. Um, so I think we were doing this the last time you were on, but we're going to do this again. It's our, it's our three wrap up questions. Okay. So the first one is currently. Mm -hmm. um what do you do in your day to take care of yourself do you have any daily self-care that feel like a non-negotiable for you
2: currently um for me is if i'm feeling tired this laptop slapping that thing down and going to get my bed i love that (laughs) i will do it in a heartbeat i will check my my calendar and i'll be like oh i got a i got about an hour hour and a half okay i'm i'm going to lay down for a second um so I, naps are non-negotiable for me. I love that. And I'm so truly grateful that I get to work from home um, and I'm able to do that. Mm. So, yeah. That's, that's such a good answer. (laughs) Non-negotiable. The next
0: question we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you?
2: Being courageous means to me stepping out on faith. It's the most courageous thing you can do is to have that delusional faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And the final one, in addition to your own book,
1: lose the thoughts, keep the mind, <laughs> which I just think is like the best title. Um, Do you have any books or TV show recommendations? I'm expanding it to you because you always have good TV too. Um, so, Or just any content recommendations you would uh, give to our audience?
2: Okay. So I have two, I have a book. I'm going to refer to people. And the book, I just want to get, I had to pull it up now because I want to make sure I'm giving the name of the author because I don't remember the author's name. Um, So the book is called Running on Empty, and it talks about the neglect um, that we've all endured um, from our parents. And it doesn't necessarily mean that your parents are awful. It just means that they did the best they could, mm. even in things that they didn't give you could be child neglect. So it breaks down the different um, characteristics of each parent and personalities and shows us how to heal from certain traumas um, that we have. Because even someone who had a mother who worked um, nine to five and you were latchkey key child, there's some sort of neglect there. You were left and you had to, you know, build up your own independent um. Uh, skills life skills and stuff like that so it's called running on empty and it is by janice webb phd i think with christer well, with christine Muselli or miss or something or something like that y'all but it's called <laughs> it's called running on empty okay mm. So I really suggest that people read that and it actually was written for therapists, but I think it's still really a great book for anybody to read. And, uh, and it gives you exercises to do too, as well mm. to um, break some of those bad habits that we've all picked up from being a little bit of neglect, mm. neglected as children. Um, and then uh, for my guilty pleasure on television, I'm a big Brother super fan. So I've been watching Big Brother. So um this season has really uh, highlighted, um microaggressions bullying sexism ageism it has really highlighted a lot and opened the doors for conversation um so i'm really in the in the thick and the in the thick of it in the weeds watching the live feeds watching all the interviews um so i'm really into big brother so if you have not been um watching big brother you need to get in tune and i would suggest that if you haven't start with season 23 and then work your way to this season 24 and you'll see the two different Dynamics, and it'll be a great conversation.
0: Ooh, I will because I trust mm. all of your recommendations. So, um, I'll start at twenty three when I
1: start yeah. for brother. Yeah, all the all the isms, <laughs> yeah.
2: every single thing, yo, every single thing is in there. It's very Not a surprise. It's, yeah, it's very interesting. Human nature is we're yeah. very interesting, weird, ridiculous people uh, as a, as yeah. a species, you know. So it's yeah, very really. Interesting very interesting to watch so yeah that's what I've been watching um and getting, mm. getting my little reality dirt in yeah uh, oh and you. rap shit rap shit on HBO max too that's Ooh, okay rap shit? okay yes. mm-hmm. I need I need new shows so yes. I'm ready
1: Erica what was the other one you just recommended on HBO Star- right, I think
2: it's on,
0: Star- on Apple um oh HBO max it's starstruck if star-struck. anyone hasn't watched I starstruck haven't watched that. okay it is Unbelievable! It's two seasons. It's it's like a romantic comedy TV show. It's out of the BBC, and the creator of the show is also the star. And it's it's amazing. I can't and it's happy. It's also like it's so well written. It's so funny. It's so the actors are incredible
2: really selling it no i am
0: (laughs) (laughs) also like for somebody with anxiety as well it's a happy show so it's like you know it's like i've been
2: looking for the happy stuff it's a
0: so it's like it's good it keeps you captivated Mm -hmm. like you will binge all two seasons very fast Um, okay and it has like cliffhanger right like it has moments where you're like what's gonna happen here but it's just a happy happy show about it's like romantic comedy. It's about a girl. The first episode is about a girl who has a one night stand with a movie star. That's how it starts off. Oh, I so, watched that.
2: You did. Um, oh, my the God. Indian guy. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Love okay, oh, isn't that, love that such a good show? I love that okay. Show. Yes, I it's, love that show. I didn't it, I never remember the name of it. Yes, it's grabby. It's, it's, it's absolutely funny. She's hilarious. Okay. She's okay. so funny. And They're then both I've been, I'm gonna get yeah. I've been watching. If
0: anyone needs a new show too, loot on Apple It's really funny now, with my
2: I started watching loot, but I feel like the comedy's going down, down, baby, down, down a roller coaster for me now. I just it's not as funny.
0: Did you find it funny towards the
2: end of the season? You know,
0: I think because I watched it all at once, you know, I have one episode left. It like Mm -hmm. kept me entertained. Okay. But I don't know. So maybe if I was watching week to week, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I was. All at once. I just, I love all the
2: actors. Like I just...
0: I love it
2: yeah, I it was good I mean I, I, I think it plateaued at Hot Wings episode and it took mm, for me oh for my me, god the Hot Wings it went episode. down yeah it went downhill yeah. for me after that I was just like yeah this is not really yeah. making me laugh well, like it was before well everyone can go watch Starstruck and Big Brother and all the other well, things and, <laughs> and, and rap, rap shit because yeah rap, rap shit, shit City Girls is the um the their um, music advisors on that and they, they've they been where it's Issa Rae's um, oh, yeah, new yeah, show that's out yeah I have a friend actually who's one of the writers on there so it's oh, really amazing. good yeah cool.
0: mm-hmm. lots of content we went we went we're giving everyone all the yeah. content and so mm-hmm. if anyone wants to find you follow you Online,
2: buy your book buy your book what where well, can they do all the things well you can search lucid thoughts keep the mind on amazon or you can go to my instagram is the t-h-e dot analog girl on instagram and i you can click the link in my bio all the info is there or you can follow me or find me on my website theanaloggirl.com. i actually have a forum that i just started where people can go in there join the forum and start having conversations haven't really promoted it yet but you can go in there create your um you can create your account and maybe you could be the first one to start a conversation in there um And I will respond to everybody. I will start promoting. I also sell some t-shirts. I'm a hood chick who loves Jesus. Hood chicks meditate too. Anxiety killer t-shirts on sale too as well. So it's theanilogirl.com. You can find all that stuff there. I love it.
1: Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday
0: for a new episode featuring a different guest each week